When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come out. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Uh, you can find us online. It's Pat and JT on Twitter and then also on Instagram and also on Facebook. And I think there are probably like so, some social places where we used to be like for the radio show that either don't exist anymore or we haven't been in those accounts. I'm wondering if we still have our, if MySpace is still around, if we still have our MySpace. I'm sure we do. I'm going to check sure that we out do. while we're talking here. Cause I think, cause MySpace still does exist, right? I, I, I have so. no clue. Does it? I, I remember like two oh, no. years ago, it almost look. made like a comeback. Like people were posting. Cause it. now it's more, and this is appropriate for uh, oh, wow. what we're going to be talking about today, but is it primarily for bands and more band discovery than, girlfriend so, boyfriend discovery. i miss the whole myspace craze yeah um, but wasn't it a big deal that you could like your myspace myspace page you could have a song play oh when yeah you hit it was mm-hmm. like your vibe song oh, like you, yeah. yeah so you so yeah you get on there and if you like if you got on some some chick's page and she, she's playing like pony genuine you're like hey <laughs> oh hey oh kathy's down <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Know, Pat. yeah thanks for teaching us about 2004 culture. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're welcome yeah. no problem yes, then yes. you go right to napster and download it yeah hell yeah yeah great i'm gonna try and sign in and see if i can oh i don't know if i can i'm on the page right now let's see i don't know what email address i would oh, have used po- i didn't oh you know what i don't have that email address anymore it probably would have been it was a cox uh yeah, I was with Cox, Cox. at the time, Net. and I'm on oh Gmail. Oh. I didn't have a Gmail, I, and I know I didn't use. I don't the think there was a Gmail. Um, yeah. So let me introduce my guest or the, the guest today. Oh, yes, I'm. Um, I'm introducing some friends here. Um, so Noah Floresh, he originally is from Omaha, um, indie pop musician, currently living in Nashville. His most played track on Spotify has three million plays. Wow, which was my number two song of 2021. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Two song. Um, Noah, this is Pat and Jill. Very nice to meet yes. you. What's up, guys? How's it going, man? Thanks oh, for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is such a blast because I don't know. I used to listen to you guys growing up. I don't know, going to oh, school thanks. and whatever, the morning shows. That was sweet to, I don't know, it's <laughs> meeting your heroes. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh my God. Maybe, how yeah. did you, you oversold us big time. I, I, I'm, I, um, yeah. Oh, no one needs to find is, some new heroes. This is, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, you got to adjust the bar. Uh, there is a connection also. Between somebody we know and you, Stibbs. You're talking about Pat Stibbs? You know Stibbs? Oh, yeah. well, yeah. well, I mean, that's my explain uncle. It. No, explain <laughs> it to Pat. Yeah, so so Pat Stibbs is my uncle. He's uh, married to my mom's sister. That's how uncle Monica, really? <laughs> yeah, <That's>, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so Monica is my mother's sister, yes. Man. Um, which is wild. So Yeah, just being... In the same room with Pat is wild, let alone being in the <laughs> same family. Say, you can tell you're not blood related because you're not nearly as loud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. He is such a presence. Like yeah. any room, it's just that's that, the nicest way I've heard it put. The voice, is, such a presence. The voice is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's he is he is such a character. I just saw him 
Friday. He came to the show Friday. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Noah yeah. played at the uh, Slowdown on Friday, and I actually saw Stibbs. It was like at a bar type, of, like a crowded room, and I didn't go up and say hello when I had the chance because I thought I would too. I thought I was like would have a better chance later, and then didn't see him again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sending good vibes, Stibbs way. <laughs> He's like the kind of guy that you see out places, like when you see your teacher at the grocery store. It's just like out of pit place. <laughs> Seeing him at a bar would be super weird. Yeah. 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 Oh I agree. God. I agree. And we think we get loud when we drink. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Right? Oh. Yeah. He probably gets quiet and cries. <laughs> <laughs> I, like the opposite. Yeah, yeah. So how was the show? I, the it was slogan. great. Yeah. So I uh, I was opening for a band called the Real Zebos. They're they're an Omaha group and they're pretty up and coming. Um, and they're also just great dudes. They reached out to me. Um, I think in like December or November, and we're like, hey. We're playing this show at the Slowdown March 4th. Would you want to open for us? Um, and so I was so down. I love the Slowdown. It's such a fun it's venue. It's a cool place, yeah. Um, I'd never played it before. Um, and it was one of, like, the first venues I went to. Like, it was, like, one of the first concerts I went to unsupervised by a parent. So mm-hmm. it was, like, uh, I, th- I think, like, 2014. And I saw... Uh, Tokyo Police Club, just some some like <laughs> punk rock group, and it was oh my gosh, it was so fun and it was so full circle to play, yeah, you know, to play that venue and yeah, oh yeah, I bet yeah. Mm-hmm. it was really, really exactly. Sweet. Now tell a little bit about your journey about about how you got started and and posting little videos of yourself here and there. Yeah, yeah. So dipping your toe in the water, <laughs> see what happens. Yeah. So I I, I started um, writing on on the banjo i got a banjo uh, in like seventh grade seventh grade for christmas and what a ridiculous instrument to be your starting instrument it was such a poor decision by me <laughs> you know, what, but, you know but, what though what's really interesting have you ever seen steve martin play the banjo yeah he's shreds the man is phenomenal <laughs> yeah. unbelievable i mean like lyrical i mean but, but, it is. It's phenomenal. But that's an interesting choice. Who gave you that? Uh, it was. It was a gift from I. I guess Santa Claus. But my parents. <laughs> I guess Santa Claus. But my parents. Um, so so it, which was sweet. Mumford and Sons were like the big thing at the time. So that was. Uh, so got the got the instrument and realized very quickly I was not willing to put in the hours to like be able to shred on the banjo. It was just. It was such a steep learning curve to to be able to like play it Mm -hmm. so very quickly i shift to instead of learning other songs i began just writing what i could um and that kind of began the like the songwriting journey um and through high school then i went to creighton prep so then through high school i got into choir and that's when my appreciation for music really blew up because i suddenly started understanding the concept of of harmony and like song structure and all these things, and then uh, decided to go to college at UNL for music composition. Uh, did that for a year, uh, and it wasn't for me because I was trying to do songwriting, and I was writing, you know, piano, cello, duets, and string quartets and things like that. And <laughs> eventually decided that maybe like the business school would be fine, and just doing songwriting on the side. And suddenly, songwriting became, and, and like being an artist became the main focus. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's very cool. What so? If what other instrument would you have picked? If you like, that's the ba- if that was well, a yeah. bad choice. So so now I play a, a piano and ukulele and guitar. And I again, I'm I'm honestly a terrible instrumentalist. Like when I go up on stage, I I have someone play guitar for me, or I have I'll play ukulele on stage pretty comfortably. But um, I'll have someone play keys 
Um, I play enough to write and it, it takes me time. Um, and I know my way around the instruments, but not well enough to like remember the lyrics. And sing <laughs> That's and a do lot. It. Yeah. It's, and especially if like playing a venue like the Slowdown, I want to be able to engage the audience. Like mm-hmm. performance and like being someone who, who can command a stage, especially at a venue like that, is really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. To be able to look at someone in the eyes instead of like looking at the neck of your guitar and being like, am I going to mess up this right. chord or whatever. So like pe- people that do, that can play instruments that engage the, I mean, you look at these people that have been rock stars, been around forever. Right. How, how hard that really is to do oh, all that at once. Cause yeah. you're, cause you're, cause you're, you know, you're playing the guitar, which is to me the hardest, the hardest part of this list, but you're, you know, looking at fans and, and bringing them in, you know, you're dancing around and you're singing. I was just thinking, I'm trying to put in my head, just like going through artists that I think of that play on stage that were playing guitar. A lot of them don't look at the audience. Like they're looking at their guitar, especially when they're just like playing a specific piece. But if they're just playing and singing, they are looking out there. But it's like it, it's hard to to do both. I mean, but I, I get it. I get it trying to and, and also moving around on stage when you see somebody who is like mobile on stage uh, and it makes sense and they're engaging with the audience and they're playing their instrument. Holy crap. Yeah, it, it, it is. Very, very tough to do all, you know, four or five of those things at once and like still maintain <laughs> like good breath control so that you can yeah. sing through lines and things like that. And, mm-hmm. and when you think of uh, people like Garth Brooks, who Jill's a huge fan of, um, doing what five shows in three days when he comes to town, right. um, and they're, they all they they both last. That's actually who I was thinking of when yeah. I was saying that. I, was th- I thought of Garth Brooks and like Kenny Chesney and these these people that are that are the crowd love that that they mm-hmm. are one with the crowd, but yet they're playing instruments and they're running all over the place and doing yeah. multiple shows in a day. Yeah, it's nuts, it, crazy. It blows my mind. That's crazy. Yeah. So. Where have you, tell us about some of your, your shows. I mean, you're just, you're, you're doing shows now and there, are there venues that you enjoy playing? Are there venues that are on your, your list that yeah. you can't wait to get into local or national, national? Sure. So, so let me, let me preface this by saying I've only played like six full band shows. I've done like the coffee shop thing for forever and um, being a, a solo act, putting together like a full band uh, performance can kind of be a pain in the butt. Because I have to, mm-hmm. you know, bring in instrumentalists and and all these different things, but it's so fun to do. So playing a show like at the Slowdown when I'm living out of Nashville, um, I, I <laughs> we had two rehearsals like the week before, and that was it. Wow. And then we, you know, but but I'm lucky enough that I know a bunch of phenomenal instrumentalists, so I can bring these guys in, send them all the music beforehand, like months beforehand. Say study up see at first rehearsal and it, <laughs> and first rehearsal is incredible. It's awesome. So, so uh, as far as, as like dream venues and, and things like that in mm-hmm. Omaha, honestly, the slowdown was it. Now mm-hmm. it's like, okay, let's sell it out in, <laughs> in, in like a year or two, you know, and like be the headliner and, and all that. Um, I think uh, there's, there's a, some, some cool stuff going down uh, in Ralston like bushwhackers, there's like a lot of like oh, yeah, yeah. De- development going on in that area. Yeah, um, yeah. And there's there's an outdoor yes. like stage and venue that's being put together. Yep. I'd love to play there. I, I think you said that it, it can hold like three thousand people. Yeah, I love I love that playing outdoor. I love playing outdoor uh, venues. I did one um, at like a like a frat concert uh, last year for like a couple hundred people, and it was 
so much fun. I bet. Yeah, the outdoors. Isn't the outdoor there a picture I saw of you at Pinewood Bowl? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I was at Pinewood Bowl for a photo shoot. I didn't, I didn't perform or anything there. That would be a super sweet venue, though. Uh, but that's going to take a few years as well. Of all of my, uh, I've lived here my whole life except for three years, and I had never been to Pinewood Bowl until two summers ago. My <laughs> wife and I went to see Jason Mraz, uh, okay. and I, had, I didn't know that Lincoln had that cool of a venue. L- I had no idea. So cool. I saw uh, John Belly in there. Oh yeah, it yeah. was. One of the one of the best shows because he's one of my favorite artists too. Yeah, but it was such a good show. Yeah, they Just do a, cool a uh, musical every summer in July when it's like a hot and humid and the bugs are all out. Yeah, um, <laughs> evening, boy, you're selling this. this yeah, I know. Uh, the Adams Family played last year and then or uh, performs not the right word, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, Adams Family was last year and then this next year is. Um, uh, Newsies. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, you know, uh, Emmy's a big musical theater person, so we attend at least once a year. And so. it's got to be the hottest part of the summer. Uh, yes. Just yes. miserable. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like the, oh, no, I can't say the name of at UNO when in Omaha Theater in the Park or the... Shakespeare in the Park? The Shakespeare in the Park thing. Oh, my gosh. Because it's like down in a bowl as well, so it's it's humid and there's no wind, there's no breeze, and yeah. That would be, that is my, out. that would be a living hell. For me, I it's cannot stand Shakespeare. They've got their blankets and their coolers, and <laughs> oh, I mean, honestly, if you want, if you oh. want to put me in a purgatory, you put me in a park where it's a thousand degrees and mosquitoes, and there's a fat guy doing Shakespeare on a stage. <laughs> I would just be like, I'm out. Uh, oh, it'd be terrible. Shakespeare, I, you know, I get it. Shakespeare is like it's important, well, yada yada, but I don't understand a word of it, and it's yeah. so just, I can't do it. So I don't think Shakespeare ever said yada yada. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't he say yada yada brute? I'm I'm the, I'm the same way. I I never really got into it. I just watched uh, Macbeth. It was like an Apple Plus mm. movie production. It was one of their first like movie productions, mm-hmm. and it's Denzel uh, Washington yes. as as Macbeth. Okay, I it's, can maybe try that. It's, it's yeah. super cool. Okay. I could I could try like movie stuff, I could watch mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. but reading it, no. <laughs> no, go. like yeah, or like even like I had a hard time with some episodes of Game of Thrones because it was so confusing. Yeah. Game of Thrones, so not Shakespeare, but I know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Similar though, Joe. Similar. similar. <laughs> it is very similar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so you mentioned a couple of, of names of people that you kind of follow. Who else influences you? What other what other music is it? Yeah, so uh, man, I I grew up listening when you know on like CDs, road trips with the family, Fleetwood Mac, and like U two were like uh, Fleetwood Mac was my mom's CD, and it was Rumors. Oh my gosh, what an album to grow up on! <laughs> right? And then and then like I don't know U two's greatest hits from my dad. So that's what I was listening to before I could choose my own music. And then, you know, you hit high school and Spotify became the beast. And yeah. suddenly I was listening to everything all the time, um, which is awesome. I, di- I didn't have to pick and choose a genre. I could just listen to whatever I wanted. And I still do that. I am, but, uh, yeah, so, like, John Bellion was a huge influence um, as far as, like, my sound in 2019 and 2020. Um, I've kind of shifted a little bit away from that space. Um, mm-hmm. But I listened to, like, Vampire Weekend a ton. They're, like, one of my favorite bands. Um, I listen to a ton of folk, um, mm-hmm. just across that genre. Just any like Americana folk. Andrea von Campen, uh, yes, is yes. huge. Um, yeah. 
who's been on this show uh, what a few mm-hmm. months yep. ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's did, did Patrick ever get you, uh, just give you CDs from the radio station? <laughs> now that's music. No. no, he never did. There, I forgot to mention this earlier. They're actually, they're my godparents too. Pat and Monica. Oh are. man, that's yeah. cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but oh no, he never God. gave me CDs. <laughs> what the heck, Pat? Right? <laughs> movie tickets? Yeah. Oh. Tons of movie oh, tickets. Yeah, yeah. That, man, <laughs> that man has hookups. He just, yeah. he just got my little sister tickets for, uh, the Batman, which I the really Batman. Oh my gosh. He, yeah. I can't wait to so see. So many tickets. But, but yeah, oh those those God. are some of my like my big influences. Um but yeah, I don't know. Being in the, like the streaming age, it's so much more about listening for a particular sound than it is, I feel like, an an artist to emulate. You know? Mm-hmm. I think back in oh whatever, like the nineties or early two thousands when when grunge rock was a big thing, it was like, okay, Nirvana is like the staple. We want to sound like them. Now it's genres kind of dead and you can sound like well, whoever you want to sound like. Yeah. It's yeah. true. I mean, b- before that, you know, you think back and go back to the nineties, everything had a gatekeeper. And so you couldn't hear everything that was out there. Whereas what you came up with is where everybody had an opportunity to put stuff out there right. and you can find things that you couldn't find that in the nineties. You couldn't find people who were just trying to break in because everything was under lock and key with the record companies, the labels, the radio stations. Yeah. For that matter, they decided what you were going to hear and how often. And, you know, you, you, now it's like, it's all out there and it's almost overwhelming uh, trying to filter it. It can be, especially from like the artist side of things, it's a blessing and a curse because it's suddenly Oh great! You can you can use this massive machine that is you know Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, whatever to get your music pushed out completely on your own, mm-hmm. um, which is what I'm doing, and and it's I mean it's working so far, which is great. Um, but I feel like I'm also getting to the point where it's like okay, now I need to start bringing more people onto my team, whether that's a manager or maybe you know working with a PR company or something like that. An angel it, investor. Yeah, I'm just getting too big for my britches right now. <laughs> you, need, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you need to expand. You need to, and and that's where. Well, you said when you went to back to college when you were in college in business, um, how much how much business education did you take before you said okay I'm good with this? Well, I'm yeah, gonna do music. I I mean I finished my degree, but it was a marketing degree. That's um, awesome. That has had some application, um, yeah. into like what I'm doing now, which is, which is great. Uh, but yeah, I finished, finished college and was doing, was doing the music thing at the same time. So I put out my first professional song it cost 10 bucks on like distro, like a distributor, mm-hmm. uh, to get your music out. But my first professional non SoundCloud release in December of 2018. And that same month, that song just started blowing up on Spotify. It was crazy. That is crazy, yeah. Um, because uh, we don't need to get into the, the real weeds of things, but basically it started blowing up, and I said, okay, I can't be the guy with only one song on his profile. <laughs> so I started, I was, I was cranking out like a song a month, which is a mm-hmm. lot of music, um, and did that for like two years, um, and suddenly I was graduating and moving to Nashville and doing this thing, but all of, I mean, these songs have been doing really, really well, and I'm just gonna yeah, <laughs> keep trying to do what I'm doing. You know? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's worked exactly. My God, that's great. You know, real quick here, I'm just gonna say because you know you're gonna start making money, and Pat, this is a good place for us to mention Centris. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. No, it's, that's that's very true. You need to be a, yeah. be smart with your money. And right, Centris we is should a great introduce to you yeah. to Centris Federal Credit <laughs> Union because they are the sponsors of our podcast. Yeah, and they are our partners. 
and we told, we love to spread the love. And so we just want to put that out there because they can help you do that and their hometown, mm-hmm. which yeah. is important. So even if you're in Nashville and you're back here, you can go in and say hi to them at the, at the branch and they can still because <laughs> Nashville money spends here too. So we can, you can put it in yeah. central and uh, centrus. Uh, their website is centrusfcu.org or you can call them at 402-334-7000. We appreciate their support of our podcast. Now, now let's go back here real quick is I wanted to ask you what's coming up for you. Do you have any appearances or you've got new music coming out um, and how people can track you? Yes. So, so show wise right now, I'm laying kind of low. Uh, there might be some stuff going down in Nashville in, in the coming months, but it's all speculative right now. Not, not mm-hmm. worth you know, diving. Are you getting to play anywhere in Nashville? But Are you getting yeah, to I mean, the clubs and they, stuff? They do, they do a lot of writers rounds and things like that. Um, so those are things I like to play one. Cause you get to listen to, what everyone else is working on, but I'm still working on finding people I'd want to play with live out there. Coming back to Nebraska is great because I know so many instrumentalists here. I've, I've only been out in Nashville for six, seven months, so I'm still meeting people that I, that I, you know, vibe with and would want to play with live. Yeah. So I'm still working on that. Um, That's cool, though. I mean, you think about some of those, some of the little, uh, little tucked away uh, places where people go to play yeah. and people hang out to listen to people play. It's sweet. Um, that's going to be really cool. That's one of those things that's like, it's like bucket list for a lot of people to be able to play somewhere in Nashville just to play the smaller venues. Right, right. Um, so it's it's something I'm certainly looking forward to, but I'm working on uh, an EP right now, um, which is really, really exciting. It's it's the first project I've I've worked on since releasing something in uh, like last August. I had an album come out, and now I'm working on this EP. And, well, I don't know, I, it's... Easily, the, I'm so excited about it. It's easily the best music I've put together, and it's really. I feel like I'm really starting to find, like, my sound, or like mm-hmm. I'm honing in on something That's really, cool. really special. Um, right. So I'm working on that. There's no release date or anything for it right now, but that's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I've been working on for the last like year now. Um, and as far as where people can find me, I'm on all socials as Noah Flourish or Noah Flourish Official. On Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. And we'll put all those Apple links Flourish. in the description. Yeah, also please so do. You can just click on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, super cool. nice to Nick, meet you. Nick, did you have anything else you wanted to throw in? No. So that first song he mentioned that went viral was A Girl from the Sidewalk. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you're on a Spotify page, and then the like my second most played track was On Your Mind. Yeah. So those are the okay. two. Like it, when, when you go click that link and looking for the first time. Dedications yeah. from Nick. Those yeah, are- exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And those, I mean, just, those, those are the songs that are racking up millions of plays. Like those are the ones yeah. that people like do you get a penny every play yeah i get uh i get a uh, 0.3 cents per stream off spotify different you know so it's like for every thousand you're making three bucks there you go it's not bad not yeah. bad no not bad oh, yeah i make it you know so i'm i'm hitting like uh, uh around like fourteen. Thousand streams a day. That's like yeah, that's it's not a, bad. It's a good amount of McChickens, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> good amount of McChickens. Yeah. That's how you know you've hit the bar. And that's yeah. going to be the name of our podcast today. A good amount of McChickens. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it was super nice to meet you, man. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for having coming me on. in. Yeah, thanks for introducing us to your friends. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah Nick. Course. Thanks, Nick. Um, all right, so find us on social. It's Pat and JT um, at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or 402 403 9478. Thanks for listening. Podcast, a Huda Media Production.